Hello, welcome to IGTV. I'm Angeline Ong. It's been a volatile 12 months. So where are we headed? Here to discuss this is Assistant Portfolio Manager Aaron Bright. Now it's been quite a rocky ride. What is it looking like this year? Well, yeah, we, we were used to some volatility last year. 2022 was a particularly volatile year, and we think 2023 could have aspects of the same.、Um, I read one analyst referring to to the landing that we could experience being somewhat as a Ryanair landing when they talk about whether it's going to be a soft or hard landing. Someone referred to it as a Ryanair landing, so it could be in for a little bit of bumpiness this year. We think that there could be a little bit of volatility in both equities and fixed income, and ultimately what. That's tied to is is how inflation pans out, whether we're near that peak of inflation, and how how much the Federal Reserve and other developed market central banks are going to hike, and 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 how long that's going to continue to, and also if they hike beyond what is priced into the swaps market, because that will ultimately spook markets if if hikes come in beyond what is expected. So that could ultimately lead to a little bit of volatility throughout markets throughout the year.、Um, we we do think there are opportunities in both、um, areas of the market. We have. Positioned our portfolios to to areas which we think could perform admirably in this climate. Many traders that I've spoken to and portfolio managers, fund managers have said that it's been so hard to actually take a position, especially after、uh, the market has sort of slightly lost its rhythm after COVID, Brexit,、uh, Ukraine crisis. Would you agree to that? And what do you think the、uh, the trick is to gauging the market? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would agree with that. Twenty twenty two was such a challenging year to be a portfolio manager.、Um, typically, we're used to a, a little bit of a yin yang relationship between equities and bonds, where there isn't a massive amount of correlation, and bonds tend to do well in in a, in a risk off environment when. People aren't keen on equities, for example. Last year, we saw a massive surge in correlation of, of both asset classes, and they are both staples of a multi-asset portfolio. So, when one does badly, we hope for the other one to pick up. And last year, we saw that surge in correlation. So, if I say, for example, the S and P 500 and the Bloomberg Global Aggregate, the correlation surged to 0.5 last year at its highest, and we used to sort of a negative correlation between those two areas. So. In a traditional climate, investors in a risk-off、uh, risk-off environment would potentially add,、um, you know, treasuries, particularly longer-dated bonds, if they think that the a Fed pivot is going to come and rates are going to come down. But we're not in that environment at all at the moment. We're in an environment where the the Fed is is hiking rates, so longer-dated bonds have also sold sold off as well as as, as you know equities and and all areas of, of, of sort of the majority of fixed income as well. Let's drill a bit deeper into the equities.、Uh, which、um, specific stocks or sectors do you think are going to do well, and those that aren't going to do as well? Sure. So this sort of relates to sort of how 2022 unfolded, and、uh, one area which has done admirably throughout 2022 and, and outperformed really well was was FTSE 100 and sort of the UK in general. The reason for that is the index is is highly.、Uh, someone actually described it as an inflation stalwart. So companies that can protect against inflation. You've got oil companies there, such as BP, Shell. You've got BAE Systems, which is doing well based on the war in Ukraine. And we've seen such elevated commodity prices over the years,、so, uh, over the past couple of years. So we think that those sort of companies should be able to weather the storm better and be able to do,、uh, you know, perform nicely in in this sort of climate. Um, whereas, if we take the U.S. equity indices such as the Nasdaq or、um, the S&P 500, they're filled with growth companies, for example, such as Nvidia, Microsoft, and we've seen rates come up quite significantly from. The end of 2021, I think the Fed Reserve rate was 0.25%. It's now up well over 4%. So we've seen the discount rate 
caused significant multiple compression in companies like that. So it led to a, a series of, of uh, outperformance from the FTSE 100 throughout last year. And we think it's still reasonably attractive coming into this year um, based on its, its forward PE, uh, based on its average PE as well and how, how it fares into that. And also compared to how it is, um, for example, if you compare it to the MSCI world, it, it seems relatively attractive. So with all this in mind, how would you allocate or how are you allocating your portfolio? What are the percentages? Well, with that being said, we are actually still a little bit underweight equity. So all that talk about equity and we're still a little bit underweight. We, we are seeing nice areas and nice opportunities actually in fixed income. So I think that, you know, from our recent rebalance, what we've been working on with the team, that we think that certain areas of, of fixed income are, are particularly nice, particularly that investment grade credit area. So really high quality companies trading at yields we haven't seen in decades. So sort of that four to six percent range. So you can get companies, particularly in Europe um, and the United States, Great Britain, companies such as Barclays, which are in our ETF that we've purchased, uh, at really attractive yields. And these companies will have very strong balance sheets and should be recession resilient compared to other areas. And for clients who are not familiar with the smart portfolios, take us through, through what um, the performance is like, um, how it works and what we can expect from them this year. Sure. So this, at IG, we manage a series of five smart portfolios. These are powered by BlackRock in terms of the fact that we get our asset allocation insights from them. And they are five risk-rated multi-asset portfolios where investors can get a broad range of um, diversified exposure to essentially multiple asset classes. So broad range of equities, fixed income, and also alternatives. And they are, are, are discretionary managed so we can make changes as, as we see fit. So um, clients will be able to get access to uh, essentially discretionary managed portfolios where portfolio managers will be making changes based on the economic climate. And they just have to essentially deposit their money and changes will be made on their behalf based on how we see fit. So what keeps you awake at night, Aaron? What do you think are the biggest challenges of this year? So it, it, it's, there's multiple challenges this year. I would, I would put inflation and interest rates as, as a major challenge coming into this year and where they're going to end up. Um, we've seen a lot of hawkish commentary recently from Jerome Powell. Um, he thinks inflation, uh, disinflation isn't significantly underway. Um, so it, 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 that's certainly something we've kept an eye on. And that's why our portfolios, are, are, we have de-risked them slightly because we are concerned that potentially inflation could remain sticky, it could surprise on the upside and interest rates might have to go up further than potentially what is priced in. So that is certainly keeping us awake at night. Our portfolio is relatively short duration in terms of the fixed income based on that because we don't want to have too much duration risk if, if rates continue to creep up and up and up, which will cause long duration bonds to sell off. So that's one of the, the key areas which we think is certainly going to keep us awake this year and certainly going to keep us on our toes. We're also quite interested in the China reopening story. That should also be very interesting. China was obviously quite closed throughout COVID, actually very closed as a matter of fact throughout COVID, had its COVID zero policy. And now that's reneged quite swiftly throughout last year. So be interesting to see how that opens up throughout the year. Um, the Ukraine war is also another massive one. So if, if you know, a peaceful solution is found, we could see uh, supply chains become um, better again and as they were before. But um, if it continues to cause issues and, and cause blockages and bottlenecks, we could be in for more inflation caused by the aggregate supply shortages and aggregate supply issues, which central banks will find hard to tame. So Ukraine, China, uh, inflation or rather sticky inflation, um, where are the opportunities? Where can investors look for those chinks of light out of all this? So we are relatively risk off for the time being. So we have 
a decent amount of our portfolios, as much as 18% in our, in our lower risk portfolios in ultra short debt with exposure to floating rate notes. So that's a bit of a risk off play. And we like floating rate notes because their coupons adjust based on how, how interest rates change and, and can float upwards. So you have very little duration in those. So there is little duration risk. And that's also a little bit of dry powder for us to, to put to use if we see valuations change. The most exciting areas really for us are, are fixed income, and particularly that investment grade area where we're seeing super quality companies, Europe, UK, um, and the USA trading at really attractive yields. And they're such quality companies that we thought would be excellent to add these to the portfolio to boost the income of the portfolio and to also to add as a defensive play in a time like this. In equities, we, 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 have, we do have a decent position in the USA because we think that there is a excellent long-term growth trajectory for the USA. Um, but the, the, the reason we're overweight on aggregate is because we are concerned over, over the short to medium term, more so on the short term about potential volatility. Interesting stuff. Thank you so much. Aaron Bright there joining us uh, from IG, where he's the Assistant Portfolio Manager. Uh, This is IGTV, and thanks for watching.